path? We should go. Millions of dollars worth of cocaine fell from the sky this morning in Knoxville, Tennessee. There's more of this out there. They dumped it somewhere. I'm looking for my daughter. Forest is a dangerous place. Hey, Henry, check it out. Something got into it. A deer, maybe. A lot of cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. No, 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 don't eat that, don't eat that. Let's see what kind of effect that has on The bear, it fucking did cocaine. A bear did cocaine. What? There was a bear. A bear? It was far. Hey, that's inappropriate. You're safe. Bears can't climb trees. Of course I can. <gasps> Seems like the thing that stays with the man forever. Apex Predator. <laughs> High on cocaine. <laughs> Out of his mind. Oh! Oh man, you fucked. What the fuck is wrong with that bear? Shoot it, man! And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our official movie review for Cocaine Bear. Yes, we are finally talking about this chaotic movie. Before we get started, I am joined by guests from the Cinemania World team and Candid Cinema. We have Amanda. Amanda, hello. How are you? I'm I'm doing great. Uh, I'm happy to be on this review with you. I feel like I've been MIA from the pod since I've been busy, uh, so I'm really happy to dive into Cocaine Bear with you, Dwayne. Have you been? I feel like you were just on the show not to... What was the last show? You was on the review. Yeah, last week. You're fine. You're good. Was it I? Feels I like feel a like... Long, yeah, I know. Like <laughs> well, I haven't... Yeah. We haven't... Our last show was the, uh, the spoiler review, and... Um, yeah. I wanted to take a break after that because I was like four straight shows in like two, three days. Yeah, so, I think that's what it was. You guys were like, yeah. like pumping them out, and I'm like, I'm missing everything. <laughs> I so I had like FOMO. Why, yeah. <laughs> like three or four shows right after the review. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah, it was four shows after the review yeah, last weekend. So yeah. I was like, let's take a little bit of a break here. So we're back into the full swing with shows this weekend and next week, starting off with this review for this movie cocaine bear before we get into our thoughts on the movie let's get into the bio per imdb cocaine bear follows the story of an oddball group of cops criminals tourists and teens who converge on a georgia forest where a huge black bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine it was directed by elizabeth banks written by jimmy warden and it stars a lot of people we have a Pretty big ensemble here. Carrie Russell, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Alden Ehrenreich, 
uh, Ray Liotta, and like I think, I think this was his last last uh, yeah. movie, which is sad. Uh, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., Brooklyn Prince, and just a bunch of other names. So, I guess we can get started here. I want to get your thoughts on the movie because for some, it feels it it looks like I'm in the minority when it comes to this movie. But let's start with your thoughts. What did you think of Cocaine Bear? What a title, huh? It, I know. I think. <laughs> It's just so straightforward. And then you know that it was based off of true events. And I like that um, Elizabeth Banks kind of started with that. Um, but it also felt like a really like graphic nature documentary at the same time. That's how I, <laughs> I took it. I was not expecting the gore too. Yeah, it was, yeah. I was not expecting it. Because I never watched yeah. the trailers. Yeah, I, I only watched the teaser and I'm like, I'm sold. And mm. that money shot of like the bear going into the ambulance they i'm like i'm sold i'm gonna i'm definitely gonna watch that but um there are issues with it story wise i think that mm -hmm. certain um storylines were surface level and there could have been so much depth added yeah. uh to these characters i think that the whole story of motherhood was unexpected at the end but for me that tied it all together with that parallel i was really impressed with how that uh ended up happening um after the mother, you know, the mother bear goes to her cubs. I thought that was really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and how Carrie Russell um, also is in search for her own daughter. So I thought that parallel was nice. Um, but I, I had fun with it. I think it was funny at times. There were certain jokes that didn't land, but I was more mm -hmm. laughing at the fact that Elizabeth Banks was really inventive with the kills. And this wouldn't have been entertaining if it wasn't like if it didn't have interesting kills it didn't have that gore and it wasn't funny into like the limbs flying everywhere the blood going everywhere and i think that the action scenes were pretty well directed for yeah the i would most agree part. with that mm -hmm. yeah and that's what you're watching it for essentially like i don't like the character connections were there that's fine but i think that it was at its strongest when the bear was on screen and it was just funny because they did build the anticipation um with the score uh quite well actually and you mm -hmm. did my my cousin was jumping in their seat because they were scared with <laughs> the pop-ups of the bear i'm like okay cool like don't don't get that scared um but i think the concept is just it's fun it's a bear doing cocaine you don't expect it and then you don't <laughs> expect what happens in this movie and i think that's what made it so entertaining uh yeah, I think I think uh what you said was actually one of my big problems with it when you were getting into like the detention scenes and stuff. That that was like my big problem with the movie was I felt like it did not know what it wanted to be mm. at a lot of times because the movie will do the comedy thing and then it would do the like the tension rising horror thing and Anytime they did the tension rising horrors type of style, I liked it, but it just felt so out of place with what the what the movie is and what the uh, what the concept is. Especially when you hear the concept, like your first thought does not go horror at all, and that's kind of with the gore and just some of the chase sequences and the stalking sequences. It's very jaws or you know something like that and yeah. so at times there's a lot of times where i was like i just don't know what like if someone asked me what is it is it like a drama a comedy i'm just not gonna know what to say because it's <laughs> like there's so many things happening all at once and yeah. uh 
all those 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 scenes I thought were filmed really well. I thought they were done really well. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just like when those scenes would come up, like I think the one thing I can think of was like when two people are on a tree. I think this is in the trailers because I watched the trailer <laughs> before reviewing. Like that part has has com- comedic elements to it, but then it also mm-hmm. has a mixture of horror elements. And then you yeah. go from that to like the uh, the whole store raiding scene or whatever like that. So that's just where it would kind of just lose the mark for me. Where I had fun to get the positives out first is definitely the bear. Anytime the bear is on screen, it looks great. It sounds mm-hmm. great. Um, the effects were really good as far as like, uh, the gory elements of it. That was a big surprise going into the movie because, I, again, I didn't watch any trailers. And if I did watch a trailer, it was in theaters and it wasn't the RD, um, the Red Band one, which there was a lot of gore. And I wasn't expecting that. And as a horror fan first, I loved all of that. I thought that, I thought that was all really great. And then, uh, yeah, when anytime that was on screen, that was a lot of fun. And just like this, to, again, the chase sequences and the, uh, the actual bear attacks were really, really... Uh, fun to watch but when you go away from the bear it's uh it's where the movie just lacks for me especially the first act because you don't really see the bear until like maybe 25 30 minutes into the movie and then you finally start seeing the bear causing havoc and um they try to do like character work here but there's so many characters and they jump from like a bunch of different perspectives um that just was a little too muddled for me. And there was this thing that they kept doing in the movie with like flashbacks. And I was like, what is, I don't know. They, they, they just did not work for me. Anytime they would do like a, they would, they would have these scenes where like, they would just go to a flashback of a scene that happened like five minutes ago. And it was just really edited weirdly. If I would say, I don't know. Did you notice all of that? I just don't, that stuff really like threw me off a little bit. I feel like they, this suffered in post. Because yeah, it felt maybe, like they yeah. cut so much out to fit like an hour and 30 or an hour and 40, something like that, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like it also worked because if it ran any longer than it did and it dragged in between the scenes with the bear, I think it would have been it would have hurt it a lot more. Um, but I do I do agree. I think the the character work for each of them was a bit difficult to sit through. Mm-hmm. They set up like Margot Martindale's character, who's like the sheriff, and she's like obsessed with Jesse Tyler Ferguson's character, but we have no idea why that even happened or why that was a thing other than mm-hmm. for comedic purposes. And then, um, what, what are they? Alden and, um, oh my God, Alden O'Shea. and O'Shea Jackson mm-hmm. Jr., like they had that best friend angle with the um, being Coke dealers. Right, right. Um, and then you had the tension between Ray Liotta, who plays Alden's dad in the movie, who's the like the head honcho, and it's all about like poor parenting and like the son trying to get away from the father and to not have the same cycle and yada yada. yada. But it's like they're barely making these connections with the characters, which is the downfall at the end of the day because you're not connecting to either of them. And mm-hmm. the one storyline, as I mentioned before, is the fact that Carrie Russell's this mother who's looking for, you know, her daughter. And I think that's the strongest thread here, and that's the the most um, the, the most connection or the most connected that I felt with these characters because we start with Brooklyn Prince and we start 
with them getting like lost in the forest. Right. Um, the yeah. One, yeah. So you start with them. That's why it's the strongest. And then this other subplots, like it was, it, it stayed too much on the other characters when obviously Carrie Russell looking for her daughter is the more important thing there. Um, but I, I do think that it was funny at times. I, I think that it just, it suffered in post and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I it just I it could have been better. Yeah, I I think as far as going off of what you said, uh, talking about Ray Liotta and some of the characters, it's just like there's no clear main character here, and that's fine. You know, we have big ensemble movies all the time where you don't really know who the main character is. Like in a lot of ensemble movies, that happens. But in this, it was like you they start off with the kids and then you don't see the kids for like an hour Mm -hmm. and then you go to the mom and then i'm like okay well here's carrie russell she's great and then you don't see her for like 20 minutes and then you go back see it was just a lot of it didn't just just didn't feel focused like whereas to with a movie like top gun or like babylon or something like that those have a bunch of characters in them but you know that at the end of the day, the main character is Diego Calva. And you know what I mean? You know that yeah. by the end of the day or Tom Cruise, you know, when it comes to Top Gun. This yeah. one, it was just like, I know Carrie Russell's first build, but I think she has like three scenes in here. And uh, and then at the end, the, the ending, not to give any way, any give away anything big, but like the focus went away from the bear and, and it kind of made it wanted made, they kind of made it seem like they wanted Ray Liotta to be the new big bad and that's kind of mm-hmm. what happens what when these like monster kind of movies like you know it it turns out that actually one of the humans is like the bad part you know like with yeah. okay, one thing i can think of is like Kong Skull Island mm-hmm. and like you know how in the ending like Samuel L Jackson is like the bad guy and we have no focus on Kong and it's just yeah. like it felt, it felt like that when it came to Ray Liotta. Like it was so out of left field too. And I was just like, I don't know what's happening here. I think he, I think he only has a few scenes as well. So it's kind of hard to buy that this is mm-hmm. the big kind of bad that we're supposed to take down here. And then we just yeah. lost the plot of the bear. And well, they spend yeah, the whole movie talking about how bad of a character bad of a person Ray Liotta is and mm-hmm. without showing other than the fact that he's a drug dealer and you treat right. his son poorly like that's all we know so yeah the the shift in focus was a bit odd at the end because then mm-hmm. not for anything I started rooting for the bear yeah like, that's what, what I think that was the point <laughs> and I'm like just he's been murdering this like these poor people the entire movie but you know it happens I guess yeah so. <laughs> Um, yeah, I thought, I thought, I, I thought that was a little off, but I, I, like I said, anything involving the bear and all the bear scenes were a lot of fun. Uh, just like, you know, when you get into the characters and the comedy, it just didn't really work for me at all, especially the comedy. I don't know why a lot of the comedy just did not hit with me. This is two weeks in a row with Quantumania and now this, like, thank God Creed is not a comedy because... <laughs> next week we get to see just two grown men just fighting that trailer is excellent that last one i don't know if you saw it but that recent one is just so great they played it before the movie that's I all i can know. think about um i, I can't know. wait to see it so, <laughs> so i yeah i i thought the comedy was a little weird but again the scenes involving 
involving the bear and just some of those big moments of tension and just all of that was done really well. Like, like especially when they're doing the, uh, the whole tree scene, um, I was scared mm-hmm. because I like, one of my biggest fears is like I was watching a nature video actually. You know, <laughs> speaking of that, a long time ago about lions, and then uh, he out of nowhere he's like, "You can try climbing a bee." I mean, climbing not climbing a bee. Like, uh, I mean, you can like, try climbing a bee. But... <laughs> he's like, <laughs> the guy in the video was like, "You can you can try climbing a tree." And I was like, "Okay, here you go." And then he was like, "But lions can climb trees." And then in this movie, it's like, you know, this poor people are trying to climb the tree to get away, yeah. not realizing that the bear can also climb trees. And it's just, it's horrifying. And yeah. when you get, when the bear does get up there and just wreck havoc, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. And it's a, it's a crazy scene too, like when it's all happening and stuff. So I got to give yeah. effects to those. The VFX I thought was also really done. Well so done. Just good. all the effects were really good in my eyes. Yeah. But, um, and I like that you, it, they made it believable. You know, yeah, like the CGI yeah. could have been like really wonky and then you could tell that it's obviously computer generated. But mm-hmm. it's the, the there was that one scene where the bear's literally sitting outside on, on the deck going to the sheriff's office and they open mm-hmm. the door and the bear's just like waving. And I was dying of laughter because like, <laughs> why would a bear be waving? <laughs> you know, so it's little things like that. I think that it was funny because of how absurd it was. Mm-hmm. And that's like what you're essentially walking into. Um, you're laughing at the deaths more so because of how like how over the top and um, it felt like campy as well. Uh, so it's a like you said, it's a mixed bag. It's a mixture of genres that, you know, sometimes they don't really flow that well. Um, right, right, right. But for what it is, every time the bear did cocaine, I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, like by the like by the end of it, like you said, by the end of it, I was like, okay, this is like this is fine. It's it, this is fine. I'm not, yeah. you know, I, I was like, I'm not. It's not something to really take seriously when it mm-hmm. comes to this. They don't want you to take it seriously, especially with the way it's shot and films. It's like. It's fine. I'll probably buy it when it comes out. It's 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 fun. It was a lot of fun and a lot of you know aspects of the movie. So I can't really complain too too much. I had a good time at the end of the day, but just a lot of other things kind of as far as dislikes kind of just clouded it a little bit for me. Um, you have any other like remaining kind of thoughts, like last thoughts? I would say on the movie as far as like did you have any character standouts at all i know we were talking about how characters didn't work but was there someone that did work for you um i i don't know what it is about alden enrich i just i knew i really like the guy i really (laughs) like him and i think that he deserves more chances i think people just really like shit on him for no reason for han solo and i understand being a Mm -hmm. star wars fan like you're gonna want it to be perfect but i think that you know his post Star Wars <laughs> um, career, he's doing the best that he can. I just wish yeah. that people can see that he's actually really good and he's charming when he's on screen. And obviously, I love O'Shea Jackson Jr. I think he's absolutely hilarious. He's he just he's like his dad with his line delivery. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I I think he's I think he's great. And I I was impressed with Brooklyn Prince. I hadn't seen her I since was too. obviously yeah since the Florida Project. And I'm like it's oh been my a god minute. like. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she grew up. I can't believe that she, 
Yeah, so she was it's she a, was good too. I liked it. I think like it's exactly what I said when I because I didn't know she was I didn't realize she was in this and I and then she comes up and I was like oh hey <laughs> it's been a minute yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> and then Alden too it was like Alden I was like yeah I I agree with everything you said I it happens when actors like they start their career and like something that just really turn people off. Mm-hmm. Uh, my quickest example is probably like Jamie Dornan, you know, like I know Dakota, Dakota Johnson has been like fine. You know what I mean? Like as far mm-hmm. as her career, but it just felt like yeah. he just never really could get anything off the ground. And I think he's a wonderful actor, but it just, it, it feels like he never just could get anything off the, you know, get anything up and running. And then especially with Alden, like, you know, with the whole thing with solo, it's like, it's not his fault. You know, yeah. it's it's he's an actor and he got the role of like Han Solo. And I, I definitely have wanted to see him in more ever since then. I thought he was not the problem of that movie. I actually think he's one of the highlights and he's yeah. one of the highlights in this movie. So I'm, I was mm-hmm. happy to see him because, I again, I wasn't expecting him in the in the movie as well. So when I saw yeah. him, it was a pleasant surprise. And what he's doing here is like his character is a lot of fun. It's very funny. So, yeah, I'd have to have to say that he was great um other characters for me like you said brooklyn prince i thought she did really good job even though she had a little you know not too much to do here but yeah um i thought what she was given it was done really well but um yeah any last last remaining like dislikes or likes that you have at all i'm just really proud of elizabeth banks because Mm -hmm. she got a lot of slack for Charlie's Angels for absolutely no reason. I didn't think that movie was terrible. I think it was it was fine. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Fine, it. Yeah. You know, like it's not, oh, it's a fantastic action movie. Like, no, it's mm-hmm. meant to be just like fun. Um, and the three women, Naomi Scott, Kristen Stewart, and Ella Belinska, I thought they were a nice addition to the Charlie's Angels family and they made it mm-hmm. more international. Um, but I think that Elizabeth Banks making a comeback with something as bold as Cocaine Bear was a great choice for her. Um, and hopefully that people don't put her in the box of like, she's done these films, you know, mm-hmm. that that's all she's going to be good for. It's like, no, she directed these action scenes. She directed, you know, um, like all of these kind of like great comedic scenes in between you know she she did that she's capable of doing that i think what impressed me the most with her direction is definitely the action scenes the re the way that she structured um you know other fights between other characters and stuff like that i thought that's what impressed me the most because that also did help with charlie's angels so i think that Mm -hmm. This was like a, like a, I don't want to say redemption. I don't want to say that, but I just <laughs> think that the hype surrounding Cocaine Bear is going to boost her, you know, herself, her self-esteem as a director. I think that she, she was like out of the spotlight for a long period of time because of the backlash of Charlie's Angels. So I think if anything, this is going to boost her a bit and remind people that, you know, she's, she's a good director and she's fun. Yeah, I would have to agree. I kind of, you know, a lot of times when directors get flack for one movie, they kind of just return with the same style of the movie they gave flack over. You know what I mean? Like just to kind of like, oh, you know, to show and prove that I can do this and to prove you all wrong. I kind of appreciated that this is a complete departure 
from anything that Charlie's Angels is. Like it's mm-hmm. not a PG thirteen action, lighthearted international spy thriller. You know, mm-hmm. like a remake of like a franchise. It's a straight up original concept. It's I know it's loosely based on a true story, but you know the bear wasn't fucking jumping on ambulances and all that stuff. So it's like, you know, I like the fact that this is like the fact that this is a complete different kind of style of directing than you know than another like like if she if she went out and did another spy thriller you know what i mean like i like the fact that this was so different compared to uh charlie something like charlie's angels and pitch perfect and stuff like that so i i thought this i thought that was one thing that i appreciated was that this was just a complete different kind of kind of monster or be or bear to to tackle, and yeah, I I I, enjoy, I actually enjoyed her directing here. Um, as far as like the, I mean, the script is not her fault, so mm-hmm. uh, you know yeah. that's where I have most of the issues is like the comedic yeah. and all that stuff, and the yeah. So yeah, overall, I think she did a great job here. So um, yeah, I guess that's it, everyone, with our review for Cocaine Bear. Let us know. What you thought of the movie, if you've seen it, wherever you are listening to this, and you can comment, just let us know what you thought. And uh, Amanda, thank you for joining me. I guess I will get your social media, any plugs you have, anything coming up on your YouTube channel. Take it away. Yeah, this was so fun. I'm so I love doing reviews with you, Dwayne. It's so great. Um, <laughs> I have, I have yeah, I have uh, my cocaine bear um, review is going to probably be up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I just binge watched the Mayfair Witches on AMC Plus, and I read the Witching Hour by Anne Rice, so I'm kind of doing a comparison oh of that. Witches, okay. Yeah, witchcraft. Ooh, it's gonna be good. Um, and then obviously the Last of Us on Sunday, and then my SAG predictions. Hopefully, I can get all this done in a day. But that's probably gonna be on my YouTube channel over at Candid Cinema, and then you guys can always follow me over at AMX ND Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. All right, everyone, be sure to check out Manda's YouTube page, Candid Cinema. And as far as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. And you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. As far as for us, we're going to look at, there actually has been a bunch of comic book kind of news this week. So we'll try to look at another Hero Hour, maybe on Sunday to talk to talk through everything. And box office as well on Sunday, because it looks like Cocaine Bear is a hit. So we'll mm-hmm. talk about it on Sunday. And yeah, that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Amanda. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.